Hi, I'm Stella Glory and this is Talking Vision Now, a podcast which takes a look at a Talking Vision interview of the week for you to listen to now. National Legal Aid has established your story disability legal support for people who are thinking about or would like to for want of a better word make a submission into the Royal Commission into Violence Abuse Neglect and Exploitation of People with Disability and now I'm speaking with Michelle Bowler who is a lawyer with the Victoria Legal Aid and is also currently working for the Your Story Disability Legal Support. Thanks so much for your time today, Michelle, and welcome to Talking Vision. Thanks very much for having me, Stella. So very quickly, what is National Legal Aid? So National Legal Aid is uh, made up of all the different legal aid commissions around Australia. So every state and territory um, is part of National Legal Aid and are working to together to deliver your story disability legal support. Yep. Now, from what I know and understand, it is a free service. Yes. So um, in Victoria, there are three of us working as lawyers for your story disability legal support. Um, Dale and I work at Victoria Legal Aid and our colleague, um, Anna works at uh, the Victorian Aboriginal Legal Service. So we, we're delivering the service really in Victoria and we do provide free and confidential advice to people that need it. So what is the aim of your story disability legal support? So it's to give people advice if they're interested in sharing their story with the Disability Royal Commission. And that means we can talk uh, directly to people with disability, but we can also talk to family members uh, or workers, anyone that might potentially want to um, share their story and want advice about ways to do that safely, um, the, you know, kind of navigating the different ways that you can share your story. Because I said in the beginning for people who would like to, now I can't imagine anybody who would actually like to, but I think you've summed it up correctly, like maybe willing but within that, so that's a scary proposition, but then to talk to a lawyer or getting legal support for many people who have probably never done this before, can you tell us a little bit about what type of legal support would the, your story be giving to people? Uh, yeah, that's a good question, Stella. So there are... Um, and we can talk about, I guess, why you might want to tell your story. So, as you say, it's not probably um, something that, you know, people would undertake uh, lightly. There can be lots of things to consider if you're, you know, taking that step to maybe come forward and share your story. So, we don't force people to do that. We can help them weigh up the uh, pros and cons, perhaps, of sharing your story um, and the the different risks, I guess, with the different ways you can tell your story. So, so what might some of the pros and cons be or some of the risks be for people? Mm. So one of the big issues is um, with the different ways you can tell your story, and I'll, I'll give you a, a couple of examples, is that they come with different levels of privacy. So there are ways to share your story that can be quite public, 
um, and people might worry then about, well, if I'm naming names, you know, what are the repercussions for me? Uh, does it mean, you know, if I'm a worker, does it mean I'm putting my job at risk? Um, if I am receiving services and I'm going to name names and it's a, a service provider in a small town, does it mean that there'll be payback or I won't be able to receive services anymore? So uh, I guess the other thing too is to to most royal commissions, and this, this one is no different, um, are about ultimately making recommendations to government. So there's no guarantee that you'll get a particular outcome if you choose to share your story, um, but it's more that hopefully it will, um, you know, be included in the Disability Royal Commission's uh, recommendations for changes to government. Now, has it already started the this particular legal support? Was there? Yeah. A start so we've day? we've no. So we've been around um, probably not quite as long as the Disability Royal Commission, um, but yeah, we've been going for well over I think probably eighteen months, and we should also be here until the end of the commission. So at the moment. Um, the commission is working until April 2022, um, but it has asked for an extension, so more time to do its work. Um, and if the government approves that, then it will go till September 2023. Would you be encouraging people to contact the Your Story Disability Legal Support. So let's just have a hypothetical here that, mm. yes, I've decided I'm going to make a submission. I hadn't thought about contacting Your Story Disability Legal Support. Why would you encourage someone to con maybe contact you first? Mm. I think uh, even though it can be quite daunting that the prospect of contacting a lawyer, um, I would definitely encourage people to use our services um, and perhaps even just as an initial contact to call our info line where you can get a lot of information. Um, but I think to to have the information and weigh it up about the ways to share your story and the, the, the kind of risks or implications, um, it's just, a, it's a good thing to do. Calling us does not mean you're in trouble. Um, and calling us and have a having a conversation with us or getting advice from us is free um, and it's private and now, would you have an example, maybe a bit of a case study that you could talk to us about, about uh, somebody who has contacted you about making a submission? Mm. So we've definitely been contacted by clients who um, want to share, uh, I guess, negative experiences. So problems they've had accessing services or problems with the quality of the service that they've provided. Um and the way they've been treated by a service provider. And so that really brings up the issue of wanting to name names. So wanting, I guess, people to be held accountable. Um, and, you know, the way to do that is to name them. So the advice there would generally focus on um, one of the perhaps the safest and most private ways to share your story is to request a private session with the Disability Royal Commission. So that's where you get um, about an hour, um, like a meeting with the Disability Royal Commissioner and other support staff. And that's still been happening through COVID. So it's moved from being something that would happen in person to something that would happen online. Um, so that's probably common advice we would give someone to consider a private session, but also really to prepare for that session, you know, to make the most of that hour, you would need to think in advance what you want to get across to the commission. Um, 
but also then to kind of have the privacy protections that come in a private session, we'd remind people that, um, you know, you generally you would stick to the truth, um, be as clear as you can about the facts as you remember them. And then also don't go and repeat your story, that story that you've shared privately um, to other people. So don't go, you know, for example, and, pu and put on Facebook um this is what I shared with the with the Disability Royal Commission at my private session. What would that do if somebody did some something like that? Would that weaken their story? Well, apart, you know, what's the outcome of someone doing that? Good question. So it's probably not so much that it would weaken uh, their submission, but it like the risk in sharing something publicly. Um, really depends on the organisation and, and how they feel about what you're saying about them. So um, if we say maybe, for example, it's someone in a small town and they're complaining about the only service provider in town um, and that becomes public, um, you know, it, it could obviously affect their relationship, affect that person's ability to um, access services without difficulty. Um, it, it could also possibly open up, you know, the threat of being sued for defamation. So as part of your role, so if I was to ring up and say, look, I'm, I'm going to make an, a submission, am I then telling the your story disability legal support, uh, the person on the other end of the line or maybe face-to-face -face or via mm. Zoom, whichever way it works, am I telling you my story? Uh a little bit. I mean, we it's we can get in, we can certainly get into what is the story you want to what to tell. What is it that you want to achieve by telling your story? Um, but it's more, I guess, we're giving advice about whatever the legal issues might be, mm. and and helping you weigh up how am I going to share my story. Ultimately, your story is actually shared with the Disability Royal Commission. This could be quite a traumatic um, exercise to do mm. or at least distressing. What type of support do people receive or can people receive when they make contact with your story, both in terms of accessibility and other support? So, for example, emotional support? Mm. Another good question. So, um a couple of things I would say about that. I mean, I definitely would agree that you agree with you that it can be traumatic um, for people that um, identify as Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. Um, we have staff that are Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders themselves, so you can ask to speak specifically to those to those lawyers or those staff members. Um, we can we'll do everything we can in terms of accessibility. So that could be you know involving. Um, interpreters, if you have a support worker and you want them to be included in the in the advice appointment, we're very happy to do that. Uh, the other really good thing is that as well as legal support being funded, um, advocacy providers and counselling have also been uh, funded and we've got really good relationships with, with the advocates and the counsellors. So we would do everything we can to kind of make warm referrals to those services um, so that people get counselling if, if that's um, 
something that they need. Thank you so much for bringing up Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people because um, uh, it was something I was going to touch on as well. So that, that's fantastic. Um, so the million-dollar question, how can what's the best way of people finding out more information about your story, disability, legal support, and for getting in touch? So I'll I'll go through our uh, website and our and our phone number. So we have a, a website, uh, which is yourstorydisabilitylegal.org.au. I'll get you to give that again. Yes, yourstorydisabilitylegal.org.au, and on the website, I'll, I'll, as well as our contact details, there are a lot of fact sheets on on, on things like naming names or the way to share your story. And then we have a national info line, which is really um, the way to to make contact, um, uh, one of the main ways, sorry, and that's 1800 Now, something that is taking place with the Disability Royal Commission that would be of particular interest to our listeners or to my listeners is taking place in April and May where there's going to be two weeks of public hearings around the NDIS. Michelle, will you come back on the program before April to have a chat with us about that and about the Disability Royal Commission in general? I would love to, Stella. Great. We look forward to hearing from you again. And I have been speaking to Michelle Bowler from Victoria Legal Aid as part of the Your Story Disability Legal Support. Thank you so much for your time today, Michelle. Thanks very much for having me. I'm Stella Glory and this is Talking Vision Now. And if you enjoyed the interview, remember you can listen to the full Talking Vision program each week on Vision Australia Radio, associated stations of RPH and the Community Radio Network. You can find Talking Vision on iTunes, Podbean and through the Vision Australia Library. You can also find and follow us on Twitter, Just go and find Talking Vision 1, that's numeral 1, Talking Vision 1. And I'll see you next time.